Welcome to OwnVisor, your college advisor, an online platform that helps connect international students with mentors to get personalized feedback on their college applications. To learn more, please visit our website at OwnVisor.com. And for latest updates, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at OwnVisor. And this podcast is hosted by Shruti Mishra. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we have Pratibadi and Rashmeet with us to share their stories and their journey. Pratibadi has a master's in business analytics from University of Central Oklahoma. And Rashmeet is a sophomore who is pursuing her bachelor's in business administration from Waldorf University. So once again, welcome Pratibadi and Rashmeet. Thank you. Thank you. So I would like to start today by requesting both of you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in general. So maybe we can start with Pratibadi and then Roshnit can follow along. So talking about myself, I am Pratibadla, originally from Pokhara, Nepal. I did my schooling, uh, undergraduate, everything in Pokhara. Uh, I did my bachelor's in pharmaceutical sciences from Pokhara University. And in this particular, I worked for two, three years. And then I decided like I need to get a higher education. And then I applied for a master's program in wellness management initially to University of Central Oklahoma. And then I came to US on fall of 2017. But after coming to US and after the rest semester policy, I didn't like the program that much. And then I switched to master's in business analytics. So, and then uh, my journey with the analytics field started from there. Now we can hear more from Roshneet about her story. Uh, thank you so much, Shruti, for having me here. I'm really excited to see about my experience. And at the same time, I, I'm intimidated too, as it's my first podcast ever. So a little bit of introduction about me. I'm from, I'm Rashni. I'm from Bergans, Nepal. And I finished my schooling and high schooling back in Nepal, in Bergans. And I moved to United States just uh, one and a half year ago. And I'm currently a sophomore here at Waldorf University majoring in business, concentration in finance and math. I'm really passionate about learning. Uh, I'm really curious to know curious to know about everything and learn everything and impact people around me with my learning. Currently, uh, I'm just working on campus. I have taken m- many different roles on campus, like academic tutor, orientation leader, and those all experiences have really uh, given me so many so many knowledges and all and like in summer i'm working in facilities department so i'll be doing that job throughout the summer yeah that sounds great both of you are come from different backgrounds which will help us uh, tell a lot more about different kind of things that we can do in different areas especially for our audience so I would, if you don't mind, I would definitely like to start with Rashmeet. And um, since mm-hmm. I know that you recently went through the whole application process, and uh, I'm pretty sure that there were a lot of challenges and a lot of things that you faced throughout the entire process. So if you could share a little bit about your application journey, as well as a little bit about how you came across the college and what was your college search process, that would be great. 
Okay, thank you so much for the question. So I started my application process in 2018, yeah. So as like every student, I started with my SAT preparation and all, I moved to the Kashmandu from my hometown and and joined, uh, joined the SAT Preparation Institute. And at the same time, I used to attend different events at uh, USEF, used to visit their library and use their all the resources. I actually, in the beginning, I applied to like 20 colleges with all the common application. But unfortunately, I didn't get into my first choice colleges and the colleges I got into, they didn't give me like Full, uh, full tuition scholarship because I didn't have a stellar uh, asset score like others. I didn't commit to any university I got into because I knew I could not afford to pay my fees. So I didn't attend university in the fall. So, uh, and then I went back home and I, st I didn't give up because studying in the United States was my dream ever since I was a kid. So instead of giving up, I again, started my college search. I spent like two to three months in my college search journey. I literally will email every admission officers. I used to like come up, used to Google the university's name through uh, states. And then I will email every admission officers and get to know about their scholarship opportunities. And through this process, I came to, uh, I came to know about Waldorf and they had really had good scholarship opportunities and I really liked that university and I applied there and fortunately I got a very good scholarship and now I'm here yeah so that's a little bit of my journey thank you so much for sharing that it definitely it definitely seems like you put a lot of effort and for anybody who's hearing you should do the same thing you should try to seek all those opportunities and you you just heard how Rashneet went through every single college and emailed every single person just so she, she can get the best opportunities. So that just shows how much she's willing to offer. And uh, a little bit from Prativedi unlike Rashneet's story, you actually came for your master's and not your bachelor's. So uh, we would kind of like to know more about that application process because I'm pretty sure Zasariki when you come for bachelor's, SATs, and so on, this person mm -hmm. process with them. So how is it for the master's? Uh, for the master's, it's like SATs, just they have a GRE, money, standardized test. process, what I did was I was working as a pharmacist back home. I'm a registered pharmacist. So I was working as a pharmacist in uh, Nepal CRS company. That's one of the social marketing agent nonprofit organization, which used to work in three thematic areas, mainly child health care, family planning, and HIV AIDS prevention. So while I was working there, it was more driven towards like public health sector. And you know, back in those days, like when our country was hit by the earthquake in 2015, then you know, like a lot of organizations, NGOs were coming up with public health projects. So my main decision, like I, my bachelor's was in pharmacy. And then I was like searching, like what should, my master's should be like, I was still figuring out, I was exploring my options. And I was looking colleges nationally, internationally, like Australia, Canada, and uh, US. So, Miro, Titikira, application process, US, Kumante, Busnazanahiri, Rasnazi, Yusuf Mapani, Gorapani, I went there and then I went to various like this um, events where 
colleges would come and then they would talk about themselves and the various programs that they offer. Plus, I searched online also, like, what are the possibilities for a healthcare professional like me, like, I mean, like, I didn't want to do something like in pharmacy, my name master's nobody gonna say, like public health sector or pharmacy, like a join custody homes or money. Like I did my online um, search or gori. I talked with my seniors who are studying here as well as in different parts of the world. And um, like there were certain colleges that required like only uh, TOEFL or IELTS. And certain college, uh, there was like assistantship for GRE or for But in my case, I didn't do any GRE. Well, I didn't take GRE. I did well in my IELTS and uh, my application process was, I was searching and then I happened to found a course like wellness management, which was kind of related to me, like more someone said to bridge and connect files to file. And then I like emailed to the college admission group and then like seek out for more information. Plus I figured out that one of my friends was also studying in the same college in the same degree. So that was one of the plus point for me so that I, I was like able to gain a lot of information from her. Like how's the program? Like what are the career prospects? Like what's the student faculty ratio? What's the campus size and everything. And also the funding, funding scholarship opportunities that the kids have on it. So my application, I did my part of research. I talked to my friend, but I figured out like research part and personal statement package. Last month, I went through an educational consultancy to, for the application process. Why did I go for educational consultancy? Maybe I was working, like I was working at that time, full time. And then I did not want to risk like, uh, like when you apply, you don't want to risk like what happens if my application gets declined or something. Like to be on the safer side, I would say, I went for educational consultancy and then I applied uh, through them. Definitely. I mean, both your whatever you just shared, it sounds very reasonable because you already had a degree. So, whatever you still have, you don't want to risk that as well. So obviously to mm -hmm. me, it just makes sense to go through that route, I, I would guess. But thank you for sharing that approach because masters now apply maybe we have a couple of people who would like mm -hmm. to know about that. And obviously we didn't have somebody to talk about that. So that's just really amazing that we happen to have Pratibadi with us today. Alcohol, very interesting thing. And I think both of you would be the per perfect person to answer this question. A lot of people ask about time Should we take that gap year, gap year Should we do the bachelor's here and then go for abroad studies? Ki master's ko lagi exam ki. I know ki to college Should I go right away? So but your timing Everybody has a lot of questions and queries about it, but maybe they don't have the right person to talk to about. So you have a journey where you actually did your bachelor's in Nepal. And you mm -hmm. came to the U.S. for your master's while Rashni, she just came here for her bachelor's. Ankara, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that both of you know somebody or have heard of their stories. Or maybe Rashni, if you have somebody who, is, uh, who was your friend and who is still back home, who might be planning on coming after a gap year, the master's. 
So what, what, what are your thoughts about taking this time or maybe you shouldn't take this time and waste that time and you should just get onto it? So maybe we can start with Roshni. personal view, whatever you have witnessed from your friends, that's a great question, Shruti. And I think it uh, differs from person to person. For me personally, I'm kind of introverted. So I also, I wanted to experience something so that I could get out of my comfort zone. Like I always wanted to explore myself plus explore the world. And studying abroad after high school will give me that opportunity. So. I personally like, so that's why I chose to pursue my undergraduate and I'm really glad that I did that because uh, I guess uh, study abroad, it's not just about learning academics, it teaches you life relation, it teaches you how to be independent, you get like many different kind of skills, you get to meet people from all over the world. And plus point is that your know, it's adaptability skills to you because you completely come from a different uh, place and you come here and you adapt to different situation here so so yeah study abroad for me it's not just about academics it's for me to like explore myself and what i'm capable of if i guess if i was studying back home i would have been just focused in academics i will not work i will not get involved in campus events and all and i will just I'll, i won't be a well-rounded person like i am today so it differs from person to person some person wants to pursue their bachelor's back home and some wants to just uh, explore different parts so that's why they come here abroad like i'm so sure you also came here for your undergrad degree and your experience is so much different than the uh, than some of your friends while studying uh, back uh, back in nepal like if i was pursuing my undergrad like some of my friends are pursuing there they are just focused in academics like they are not working uh, so uh, it's really good opportunity if you come here so yeah that's my experience uh, Pratibhati, if you can share a little bit about your journey. Like, if I have to tell, like, gap year lini ki nolini pane kura matai, like, meru case matai, I did my bachelor's and then I was working. And then this was, I think I, meru um, graduation date the 2013 matai, my bachelor's school. And this was master's school, I say 2016 ma, my late, 2015, so 2015, like, I mean, the early you start, I think that's, uh, great you have you get ahead of time to plan things right and then research going to time also like after summer so it like it depends after day about because there is a gap year not any one but it's something i have no choice so you know like i was working so like while I was working also, I was doing side by side my research also. So I didn't want to like write into jump from bachelor's to master's personal experience, but I wanted to gain some uh, working experience, like not only academics, but but also like professionally to feel if I had done something, then that would also count and that would be that would help me on my overall development, personal development. So anybody who wants to uh, come for master's like my personal suggestion or uh, would be like like why don't you work for a year maybe and in the meantime you can also prepare for the different tests right 
and college application or bosna college or university university like selection and when you choose a university you have to talk with the professors like if you're coming for a master's and assistantship you have to do gre you have to talk with the professors it takes a long process it's not like overnight process for mudena so i would suggest like anybody who wants to come for a master's degree um like who's doing bachelor's in nepal like take your time plan ahead and then do it like gap year boy banera worry garnu bhanda pani like do something fruitful on that time period like aba bachelor's la auni ho bhanda hai been like like right after high school pachi nai aba auchu banera la mero one year gap boy banera worry garnu bhanda like do something fruitful like volunteering work garna sakcho haina plus you can do a lot of research uh, about your college and what degree what you want to pursue and then in that field you can do a uh, volunteering or some social work which can like be helpful in your college application process so i totally agree with prativadi like what she said take your time and uh, and take your time and just because you know your friends are attending college in nepal like right after high school don't just get intimidated by that you are you are unique you have your own journey so don't just be uh, scared by taking a gap year i myself took one and half year gap year i'm really glad i did that because in that year i learned so many things like i was not just wasting my time i was uh, gaining some new skills i was researching on colleges and all and those all that whole one year was really fruitful so my suggestion would be don't just get scared by taking a gap year use that time to learn some new skills brush up on your old skills and something you always wanted to learn and you are passionate about like along with i was preparing for my sat and i was in my college research journey i was even tutoring the students So which uh, and i'm really passionate about tutoring so i was utilizing my time to uh, do something that i'm really passionate about so i really suggest to other aspiring students to take your time and just because your friends are already in college don't uh, uh, don't follow their path you have your own journey so yeah that's my thought on gap year it's okay to take time I think I totally agree with both of you and I feel like uh, a summary of both of your responses would definitely be like you have to be aware and you have to be ready for the entire process you have to understand the application process well just beginning early doesn't mean that you're going to get the best response because you might not be ready for abroad or you might not even know half of the thing about the process because you didn't pay that much attention you're just jumping into it because a friend is doing it and it's not just about visiting a restaurant or something that you can do on peer pressure it's about your whole life so give it give it give it some time give itself some preparation and then you would definitely do great ani alko kura it it always i feel like for international student it always boils down to financial aid kotiko paisa payo kotiko scholarship payo how are we going to afford it and stuff like that So Rashnit I know you just uh, started your schooling and you're still a sophomore so I would definitely like to know more about you I know the Timle you emailed everybody and stuff like that but what were your kind of responses that you were getting from universities or colleges and did you realize oh yeah I said but do you think that there were some things that you might have done better in your financial aid application processes or now that you know that oh there are so many external scholarship opportunities or anything like that 
Okay, so first when uh, I was applying to colleges through Common App, I applied some for some merit scholarship and for need-based too. And as we all know how competitive need-based aid is, so I wasn't accepted into any of those colleges. But then later, the colleges I'm attending right now, Waldorf, it, has a, it had a really good scholarship. So I applied for that and I got in. So I didn't really apply for any external scholarship. It, uh, I'm just uh, totally in just the university scholarship right now. And my suggestion for other aspiring students would be uh, don't just apply, just have some safety university too. Because uh, your, your first choice college is like, uh, it's like a top tier school, but always have that safety college to, which will provide you merit scholarship on the basis of your grades and uh, an SAT. Because uh, only if I had taken that step, I will not have to take like a one and a half year gap here. My mistake was that I was just looking at the top tier school. I didn't really look at other school which would provide me scholarship on the basis of my merit. Uh, even though I got scholarship from some other colleges, they, would just, they just gave me like 75% of tuition. Even though that scholarship sounds like 20 to 30,000 per year, but the cost of attendance will be like 20,000. And I know I can't afford that. So I didn't commit to any of those colleges well, because I come from a middle-class family background. So I knew I would not be able to afford that. So yeah, so yeah, please, whenever you apply, just look at the scholarship amount they are providing on the basis of your score because colleges here are really expensive and you're first. And when you come here, you can't really work a lot. So you need to be very considerate about the finance. Thank you for sharing that. It, it definitely, I'm pretty sure that it's going to inspire a lot of our audience members and it's going to make them not do the same mistake. Also, Pratibhadi, we've heard a lot about it being really difficult to get scholarship when it comes to master's degree. You have either for some of the kind of like if you go for pharma, I've heard that you have to pay the entire tuition upfront. You can't be, do anything else. And then people have to apply for loans. Uh, they have to go through a very tedious process. What do you think the scholarship journey was or how, do you, how did you find those extra resources to apply for extra scholarships if you did so? And what would you like to tell our, P, our audience members who are aspiring to apply for master's and are really worried about not getting that aid? Like talking about myself, my master's apply to the I didn't take GRE test, right? So my application consisted like my portfolio, my packet, bachelor's score, bachelor's GPA plus my IELTS like standardized test score and my personal statement. Two tinta whole application packet so basically master's scholarship it's um, it's tough but uh, like if you do GRE then uh, you have heard like assistancy research assistancy graduate assistant research assistant like there are a lot of opportunities out here like if I had to give advice to my younger self also I would also I would have uh, at least like taken a GRE test and then I would have applied for assistantship. So when you apply through assistantship, through and then you reach out to professor, and then like you would get numerous scholarship. Like you at least have option of getting certain amount of scholarship. 
but mero kisma chai like with the with the gpa that i had and with the uh, application everything i was initially i was given a merit graduate scholar merit graduate scholarship to mero that uh, uh, I think like after coming back here and if I had not maintained my GPA and then if I had not been actively involved in my whole college experience, then it would be hard for me to pay the fees as well. But what I did was after coming here also, I, look, I looked out for the other opportunities or other scholarship opportunities. Um, every department, the College of Business, College of Mathematics, every department, department-wise scholarship, so you have to just, I mean, be on the lookout and then you have to just apply for it, right? So, department-wise scholarship program, plus international, every college, international office, international student, every year, every semester, they provide you a certain amount of scholarship, be it like small amount, huge amount, but that will be helpful for, for us, for students like us. So, I managed to gain, gain around like three scholarships. So, half of the tuition fees I paid, uh, like my, my family paid, and half of the tuition fees like was managed by my certain scholarship, but it was not GRE. Uh, it was like my active involvement in the college and then my uh, GPA throughout the, uh, my journey. So anyone who's applying for a master's degree, I would highly suggest them to take a GRE test so that when you apply to colleges, you have like, other there are options, so you would have, you can reach out to your professors, you can gain much scholarships. So I think for anyone who's applying to masters, I suggest them to take GRE test. Thank you for that, because I definitely know that for a lot of people who are hearing this podcast, financial aid is going to be one of the things that they consider their top priority whenever they're looking for any colleges, because Nepal Pranavdahiri, let's be honest, Alka, it's, it's really hard. Yeah, there is mm-hmm. also Amro country, but a best economic standard boy. The exchange rate itself makes it a huge deal, even if you have to play, pay a little bit. So it definitely, if anybody who's hearing, please take it into consideration and keep these things in mind whenever you're preparing for your own application so that you can have a better chance. So now, if I may ask, I would definitely like to ask a little bit about the involvement of your family or your parents and everybody in your application process. Because as Pratibadi mentioned earlier, she had to go through the consultancy and other third-party organizations because she had the risk of risking her current job. Uh, while, Rashnit, you did it, it all on your own. I know they have exposure to these kind of people who are planning on going outside. But if you're not from the main town, it kind of becomes a little hard, in my view. And that's what I've heard from other people. So, Timur process say in your Timur family involvement here because I know most of them, they don't know about it. And also looking at your profile, I know that you're the first person coming out. Involvement here, challenging boy to do the entire process on your own. So, can you please share all those struggles so that maybe somebody who's hearing might get inspired? Uh, it was quite challenging as I'm a first generation college student, and so it was quite challenging. My parents didn't know about the whole US education system, but yes, if even if they couldn't support me through application process, they were always there for me. Uh, their emotional support really meant a lot to me. So, yes, yeah, as I did everything on my own, uh, I uh, I used to visit uh, USAP every single day. 
and through their events and different speaker events, I got to know a lot of things like how to apply to colleges, about common application, about the need-based aid, merit scholarship, and everything. And I will even reach out to the people, like some of the Stude-Pali students who are studying in the particular university I'm interested in, and I will get to know more about the university and the university culture, and then talk to admission officers, read different articles in the internet, and that really uh, cleared many different confusion about the application process to me. So yes, that's pretty much about it. And my suggestion to everyone will be just because you are a first generation student, don't be discouraged. There are so many person out there who will be willing to help you. If you're interested in particular university, just read there. I guess uh, in every university, there are Nepalese. So reach out to some Nepali. They will always be willing to help you. And the best resource is actually yourself. Uh, you can even take an appointment for one-on-one -on -one counseling from different advisors in the USEP, and I even did that, and that was really helpful. And take the best use of the uh, resources on the internet, and also admission officers. I have found that they're really willing to help international students. They will always like answers all the questions, and which is really helpful. So yes, I did everything on my own, and which was quite challenging too. But at the end of the day, I will. It really paid off all the hard work and just have that determination that you want to succeed. Just because you are first generation does not mean you won't succeed. Just make the best out of the resources you have. Reach out to people and have a mentor. Yeah. That's just uh, amazing. Everything you said, it really makes sense because you have to be proactive on your own as well. If you are seeking resources and opportunities, as, as Rashnit mentioned, there's Yousef. And it helps a lot of students. It has helped uh, many, many students prepare for SATs, prepare their applications. After college, maybe it is the right mentorship field. You can always seek all these extra resources and it's always going to help you. And it, as she said, and she is an example that it pays off. Um, so Pratipadi Azuli, you mentioned earlier that you actually wanted to get into a different field. Anemia, mm -hmm. I said you are kind of getting into a into a different field of oilical masters or the goddess way established at the head designer. Right. How did you determine going to Like, mentorship through a certain mentorship that you understood that okay, maybe this is the field for me, or was it just taking different courses that are available here? And what do you feel like if you were back home doing a, a masters and whatever you were already pursuing, like maybe pharma, maybe something related mm -hmm. to wellness, would it be mm -hmm. different than whatever you did in US? Also like, just thinking overall. Initially, I came from master's in wellness management. So I was a healthcare background, like more on the public health sector. I wanted a degree that would bridge my technical skills and analytical ability, like say bridge course course the head in wellness management. Like one semester, like for the Hikirita, I was not much satisfied with the core, I mean, curriculum. Like it happens, right? Similar expectation, Kiunza, you would get something else and you get disappointed. So, uh, semester for this other Hikirita, I thought like this might not, this is not something that I'm interested in. Like, why don't I, like, I was looking out for other options. So, Options or research goals I happen to know about business analytics for degree, which is you know like nowadays it's all about data and the whole market is about data like analytics like it's 
on one of the top in the main analytics and college master's in business analytics program plus I talked with one of my brother who was in a different state so I shared him like what I was what I was initially feeling how was how I was not satisfied and then like the through of Nepal the hint through got it degree name like what if and plus I talked with him and I searched it like business analytics when the degree take has Q while I sort what does it like you ported a key on and I basically mirror homework mirror research then I talked with a couple of my friends who were who, who were already here in the US and then they also kind of like explained to me and then because there was nobody who had uh, Taken like business analytics course. So I still remember the day like when I went to the advisor office, like switch girls I was still not confident, like I was still like pharmacy like I I was moving into a completely different field, you know. And it was a risky point. Like I had my career set there, like no pharmacist, registered pharmacist too. Plus, my like public health I'm moving something to analytics, like more into computer science and then data and everything. This is completely new. But a part of me, like while I was working back home, also it has to do something with the data. Like I was working in the logistic department. And then me with my manager, I had to do my mirror certain responsibilities, right? It it revolved around data. And then my family is also from a business background. So you, I mean, when you connect all the dots, then you kind of figure it out, like, this is what you want to do, right? So coming from a business family, plus uh, working in a lot, having worked in a logistic department, where you have to deal with procurement, forecasting the commodities and then developing reports and everything. So we were doing back home, but it was not like totally data driven. And then analyze plus I talked with, as I told you, I talked with some of my friends and some of my seniors, and then they told me the scope of business analytics. And then I thought like, yes, this might be a very good opportunity for a people for a person like me who has a technical degree and just as a data leader plus a healthcare degree who wants to mix the best of both worlds I decided to go with business analytics later on so for anybody who wants to switch their major and who would be in my state I mean like there would be students and you know, who answer like they would still have confusion when they were when they are like switching programs like you have to trust yourself like what do you really want to do so back home, I would have never thought like more pharmacy, chemistry, pharmacology, but a switch board, I'd say more like computer science, Maya, SQL, data analysis, data visualization. I would have never thought. But coming here, I think it opened a whole new world of opportunities for me. And then it widened my perspective. So I think I'm glad I switched my major. And then so that I have knowledge of both like pharmacy as well as a business analytics. Thank you so much, Pratidagi. Yeah, Roshni, if you can add whatever you want to add. 
Yeah, I wanted to add a little bit. I'm really impressed, Pratibhati, like how you switched your major from pharmacy to business analytics. I really, I believe that we are humans and we constantly evolve with time. So does our interest. Today, like I might be interested in business, but maybe like a semester, a semester after I might find that I'm passionate about something else. So it's, I think it's totally okay to change your major. Even like I have seen so many people changing major after like sophomore year. So I think it's totally okay to change your major. Like currently I'm majoring in business. And just the other day I I had a chat with Vikalpa uh, Dai and here. And then after chat with him, I realized that I'm also interested in something else. And he suggested me to also major in like education degree because I'm really passionate about teaching and combining my degree with with uh, Combining my business degree with uh, education will lead me to many opportunities too. So to whoever who is unsure about their career path, it's okay. Uh, the U.S. education system is really flexible and it allows you to explore many different subjects. So please don't uh, get disappointed. It's okay to explore different interests. You never know. You, you may find your interest when you, in your freshman year while you are taking many different classes. Thank you for adding that as well. I was going to mention the exact, exactly the same thing that that is one of the benefits of studying abroad. I mean, I don't know a lot more about other countries, but I, I know pretty much that in the United States, you can pick, a, pick and choose a lot of classes and that just opens your own horizon about or your own thought process about so many different classes. And you, came to under, you come to understand that, oh my God, maybe I'm interested in this subject as well. And that's, that's always amazing because maybe there's a strict curriculum about so many different things and you pick and choose which is one of the opportunities that you get here. And it's so amazing to see she got something really amazing out of it. And um, another thing that you can learn from her story is also the fact that one is risk and she came here and she just saw an opportunity and she was able to risk everything beforehand and she took that leap of faith we can say and she just got into this new major that she is really interested in and she saw a lot of scope in so always be open to opportunities always be open to risking something because you only get the best when you risk something that you already have Career transition Now let's transit let's talk about transitioning to a different country. So we have a expectation on the US I say US But when you come here, maybe culture shock, there's a lot of things and a lot of different stories that we can get out of a person, right? So transition and then we'll continue with Russian. Mm, yes. Uh, so basically, my U.S. experience was that maybe more bachelor's, like undergrad, or graduate, or like a maturity, or like a expectation, or like a U.S. is not all about like New York, building, subways, like there are like your colleges. You should know about like where your colleges is. Like basically, something U.S. Like all fast paced life, big buildings, plus college, my other kids, all the disappointment. Like, mere personal experience, my little So, I was ready, like, I knew like where my college was located, suburb, 
location to Miro College School. So I was mentally prepared for that. But apart from that, like have like family Sangatara Bosnu, I was um, staying around like two, three years family job family So that was also not much of a bigger deal, but you, you, you can go to your house and see, meet your family, like you won't miss any festivities. So that was one of the things. Family, obviously, plus there are like certain small, small social laws which you find um, a bit new here. Any cultural shock wise, like uh, cultural shock, one the hair, certain curry and new and affluent nogari kupara, tano, uniponi, unza, like basically simple process, mother hair library. If you do not attend like first orientation program or attend college, college but a library but a book or check out like simple thing, printing like when you print out certain notes, are, are we supposed to pay or that your account will free ma kunsay lab ma go free ma printing international student like obviously money is something uh financial say exami I mean international student limited you obviously want to save some money. So Plus information plus you don't know how to drive and then when you initially come here like public transportation depending on the state which state which location you are you know if you don't know how to drive and then like you should figure it out like college free bus provide like uh, if you stay on campus problem by anybody if you're staying outside then transportation plus restaurant when you eat out like there is like a provision of giving tips here right people do, do not um it's not like that much of a big deal next thing i would be like when you go to a departmental store and you say oh it's a five dollar i'll get this candy right so if you only take five dollar that wouldn't be enough there will be added tax as well right generally people they smile back at you like it's not weird like that's how they are they i mean like um people smile girls and greet girls uh, and you're supposed to like open the doors if you're in front like you can hold the door simple things the differences in Nepal different obviously two three months I missed home you know I still do, but uh, first month, uh, classes evening the whole day spare time just to buy. and you don't know what to do with the kid, you know? like uh, job on campus job or uh, you have to like apply and stuff. So I think that would be my overall experience, like Alikati Itauta US experience so yeah my experience is also same like pratibadi of course like i came directly from high school so and i had never left my home so of course i was really homesick for a few months i still get homesick i'll literally cry every night i'll miss my family but after i start i found out close group of friends it got better and now like we cook together uh, like i'm uh, like i have friends from all over the world and like we stay in dome together we cook meal and it has gotten better so we, in the beginning when i came i had to like start 
from the scratch, I'll have to literally learn how to recharge my laundry card, how to use vending machine, how Pratibadi mentioned, like to use the library resources, how to print your paper and everything. Also like how to order a food in the restaurant, like you have to start everything from the beginning. And also like culture shock, like how to talk to the native people. I was really, I, I really had a low confidence on how to talk to people. I, I'll be judged for my accent even in the class like while talking to the professor like I was really nervous first when they would like ask me to introduce myself and even if I had any question I would just go to their office and ask because I was I thought that people would judge me for my English or my accent so yeah like there were like so many problems but with the time being I have adjusted to it and I would also like to mention how Pratibadi mentioned that when you apply for a college to see where your college is the location it really matters like most of the colleges here are like in the middle of nowhere and if you are like outgoing people and you like to explore new places during weekend hang out with friends and if what if you attend college in the place like which is in the middle of nowhere they end in most of the states like the place where I live we don't have a public transportation and we don't own a car so we are literally stuck in the dome we can't go anywhere so yeah I would really suggest uh, to the students to really research the location for me it's fine because I don't really go out a lot so even though I like it's been one and a half year and I haven't really been anywhere so, yes, it's really important to see the college location because most of the colleges here are in the middle of nowhere. Like, literally, there's no, there's only one grocery store, two restaurants, just that's it. And one, nothing else to do besides just going for a walk or going for cycling <laughs> or just cooking with the friends. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your expectation versus reality picture with us about the United States. I myself, uh, am, I'm in New Jersey and I can totally relate to everything that Pratibadi just mentioned and Roshni, you mentioned as well. It's too much. <laughs> There's too many grocery stores. Like you're so close to New, Jer- uh, New-, New York as well and then there are so many things that you can do. But uh, Pratibadi, as you mentioned, I have heard people, uh, who live in different states, they are like, because everything is so far from one place to another. But thankfully in New Jersey, there's public transportation, so you can access almost everything. So yeah, these things are the kind of things that you would like to see beforehand. Because you want to see, first of all, that if you're kind of the person that you are, if you could fit into that uh, environment or not. Maybe if you're out of nowhere, you really don't feel like you have the best mental capacity or like emotional well-being. But if you're not that outgoing, maybe it's the best kind of place that you can focus yourself. So you can definitely look into it. Yes, uh, plus I think like a lot of students let's say college or choose Gorga Kerita location. happening city, downtown city You tend to go out a lot, right? You tend to go out a lot, you tend to spend a lot. I know you want to have a good American college experience, but apart from that, you're here to learn something and you're here to earn a degree. So I basically think like suburb 
Tiroko College or Roje Bhante. I think like a mix. I, I I would not say like good Kothisto College shoes good. Like there's that is like out of nowhere. You don't have like grocery store or panichaina nojikai yatisto bhanda. Like balanced like you can focus on your academics as well as like grocery like when you get bored there are like parks and everything and then something to like refresh available close proximity that would be beneficial like it's not like university of central oklahoma the street uh college too like it had like everything grocery stores the king restaurants and everything was there but for like uh, entertainment or you would have to go to downtown or a city a different city so i think it depends also like what you uh like how you want to your college experience to be yeah, I totally agree with Pratibadi how she mentioned choose the college which is neither in a big city nor in like rural area. Because like I have seen so many of my friends here in my dome that they're actually very depressed because uh, there's really nothing to do besides studies. So it's really important to have that exposure to like really we don't really have any kind of exposure in here in like Iowa. So it's uh, and also the disadvantage of going to a large city is maybe you will get distracted with uh, all those lifestyle and you will forget what your main goal is so it's really important to choose a location uh, maybe choose a college which is neither in a, in a big city nor in a countryside just to stay focused for what you came here today thank you Pratibadi, and thank you Roshni for adding on to the answer that we gave earlier is definitely very important to keep yourself focused because unlike a lot of other students, you might not have the same advantage of just doing whatever you want because you're investing so much financially, your parents are investing so much financially as well as emotionally as well. So you would want to stay on track, you would want to get good GPAs and get the perfect make the perfect use of all the resources that your college provides and obviously everything else that is around there. You have, to, you have to enjoy yourself, you have to enjoy this entire experience, but don't lose track, be on track. So it was really nice talking to Pratibadi and Rashni today, and we definitely learned a lot more about, uh, be it master's application process, or be it the journey of uh, a new student coming to United States. So please stay with us for all other podcasts and visit us again. So that right now we're gonna sign off. Thank you Pratibadi and thank you Rashni for taking out the time. Thank you so much for listening in on our OwnVisor podcast. We hope you learned something from it. To connect with mentors that can help with your college applications, please visit our website at OwnVisor.com. And to learn more, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at OwnVisor.